0: Just like that, you found us. My name is Ken, and I'm joined by my son, William. Welcome to our journey as we discuss music, life, and our shared love of coffee. This is Studio 36. Well, we did it, Will. Yep. We got ourselves a new studio here, mm-hmm. so I'm pretty excited that we just get a chillax and uh, sit in our lounge and have a little conversation about our podcast.
1: So yeah, I know I'm excited too. Still ironing out a few things, but you know, uh, it's awesome. I love this
0: place. So, uh, so we had a busy week. Yeah front of us so tell me a little bit about uh how your week went i've got i've got lots of stuff to share here i'll try and pack it into a short amount of time (laughs) but uh tell me tell me how your week
1: went for um so of course we had easter we just did a pretty low-key easter dinner i would say you know just had some family over and i mean of course you were a part of that so you know uh but you know we had some family over and just ate and talked and it was a good time and then I would say before that, probably my biggest part of my week is I went down to seaside with some friends and uh, stayed at one of my friends' places down there. It was really fun. You know, right on the beach, it was super pretty. Sadly, it was a little cold, but, you know, we still got to walk the pier and do all that kind of stuff, and that was, it was really fun. Well, I, I secretly looked up where you were, just so you know,
0: because <laughs> I was worried about you, but I knew you were having a great time. Uh, did you notice that you were next door to the place that uh, we stayed in when we went as a family?
1: Yeah, yeah, right
0: next door. <laughs> yeah, so I'm glad you had a great time. Yeah. Um, what uh, What was your favorite part of that trip?
1: Um, probably the arcade. I think I've always loved that arcade. I forget what it's called. Probably like Funland or something. I feel like I just nailed it on. Did that. you do the miniature golf? No, we ended up not doing it. We yeah. did uh do the bumper cars that they have in that same little spot though
0: yeah nice yeah it's fun well seaside's a good place to go this uh this week was uh was filled with uh just a lot of uh for me was filled with a lot of joy i mean we had uh as you mentioned we had easter um it was great to have uh family over I love it when Uh you have your sister and your brother and yourself all under the same roof. Yeah. Um, I think that that's, uh, that's just a great joy for me, but also uh, having extended family. Um, You know, I was, I was going to say your mother's family, but you know what? I've been with this family for over half my life. I mean, I've been with, Mm -hmm. uh, with this family for 60%. So it's, you know, really is, it's my family. It's not just your mom's family and. Yeah. Uh, you know, I started thinking about it as uh, as people were uh, filing out after Easter and was thinking, you know, we know each other's secrets. Uh, we We've laughed together. Uh, I'm sure we've had a little bit of crying together. <laughs> and uh, the the fact is is that we've just been there for each other. And so what I really enjoyed about um, about our Easter, is that we were able to just enjoy each other and yeah. it was a great time um i just i just love that so anyways that, mm-hmm. that that was my gratitude for the week um I, i'll just add in there i, I just had a, a great um little uh, impromptu happy hour with uh with a dear friend of mine and and a, a boss i used to have uh-huh. um i just uh uh, text him and said, Hey, you want to share a glass of wine on zoom really quick and just (laughs) catch up. And so, uh, he was able to jump on to, uh, to zoom and we were able to share stories from the past couple of years. Remember a few weeks ago when I had said, uh, I'm throwing away the list of, we got to get together someday. Yeah. Well, this, this was that, this is just texting somebody Mm -hmm. and, um, so I was able to spend a little bit of time with John and catch up yeah. and and, and uh, Val popped in there and said hi too. And what a wonderful, uh, uh, wonderful couple. I know you met them on one yeah, of our I coffee think that, trips. It,
1: I think that's probably one of my most rememberable coffee trips.
0: Yeah. When, we, when yeah. we stopped by John and Val's and I don't know how Val was able to produce all that food with us unannounced, but, uh, Oh yeah. It was but, instant too. <laughs> it was awesome. But, uh, you know, John, I mean, just with the, uh, you know, he, he's a reader, he's a writer, he's a life learner yeah. and Val with her music. Uh, uh, she was able to pop in and, and say, hi, I know she had a student, uh, or, or two come, come over and she needed to go attend to them, but uh-huh. she's just, a, uh, she's a musical genius. Um, I say that because I've seen her in action. Uh, we, we recorded uh, some, uh, she composed it, but we recorded some uh, some background music for a commercial some years ago at the Year College, that facility that we had talked about before where Dave Matthews uh, recorded some, uh-huh. some of his stuff. So anyways, it was just a, it was a great impromptu meeting and really that's the way it should be with technology these days, just... Uh, Getting together with people that you haven't seen for a while, it's, it's simply just that easy. So yeah, no, totally. I spent some time this week listening to the album that you gave me <laughs> yeah i heard you Did <laughs> you You yeah. probably heard me in here right let's let's talk a little bit about that uh okay. I, I think i want you to go first though okay so i can formulate my thoughts about <laughs> tyler the creator yeah a little bit of an interesting but, one wasn't uh, it? it it was interesting but uh why don't you share with me the artists and the album you listened
1: to and what you experienced All right, I listened to Def Leppard, High and Dry. And overall, like, for me not being a huge fan of 80s in general, like for music, I really did enjoy this album. It's probably, I, I would say at least in my top five, probably even top three for 80s albums just in general. Did you find it a, l- a little bit more uh, raw and rough than
0: the more uh, a- other 80s? Because this is yeah. right before they broke yeah. into that other type of music where it kind of got more fine-tuned. And I like it when it's not fine-tuned.
1: Oh, no, I I totally did. I There's a lot of cool things that stuck out to me. Of course, you know, me being a percussionist for, oh, man, probably close to seven years now? Yeah. Yeah, At least. Yeah, seven years now. uh, I always listen for the drums, so I have a couple of songs here in my notes that I was just like, there's some really good drums on this song or Did you have a little more appreciation for what Rick Allen went through?
0: Yeah. After the fact, not
1: on this album. Yeah.
0: But losing an arm and being a drummer? Oh, I I couldn't I I definitely
1: couldn't do that.
0: I You you'll have to check it out. You can follow him on Instagram, but it's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, it again, not that he lost his arm. It's pretty cool with what he did after.
1: Oh yeah, it's incredible. It's, you know, that that takes a certain kind of person to be able to pull that off. And I, he totally rocks it. You know, he's a great drummer. So, um, first of all, the one song that you told me to listen to, Let It Go, other than the guitar opening, you know, that's I think that's probably the best song. It is, yeah, I in my opinion, I that's, think that's probably high and dry the best song. Is pretty
0: good too, but it's a solid yeah. song.
1: I actually, speaking about high and dry, I think that when I picture any type of rock music. I'm going to be honest. I, I think that's exactly what I picture. You got just the classic rock beat on the drums. You got the blaring guitar. You got the solid vocals. know, yeah, That's, I think that summarizes rock music pretty well as a song. Have you, uh, have you listened to any of their album after that Pyromania? Uh, a little bit. I mean, I've heard the big songs like uh, Photograph is it? Yep. Photograph was Definitely yeah. in high rotation. Definite difference, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent.
0: I mean that those songs were uh, were overplayed. They were uh, featured on the, on that movie we watched, Rock of Ages.
1: Oh, that that's the other song yeah. I was thinking of. Okay, Def, yeah.
0: <laughs> so it, fun album, it's, but, no, it's good. But High and Dry, just
1: I, good old raw rock and roll. I like yep, it. I think that definitely takes the edge for me. High and Dry is probably my favorite of the two. Any other songs from that album? Um, I, I really thought that bringing on the heartbreak was a good change of pace for the album, you know, a good break it up song, like not break it up, like just kind of, I wouldn't say it took away from any of the other music. It was just kind of different in its own way. And it kind of, you know, gave you some time to settle down.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, all those, and I, I, to be honest about that album, uh, that was the first song that I was introduced to in that album mm-hmm. and obviously is a, a, I don't know if you'd call it a precursor to rock ballads, but it was more on the rock ballad side, you know, oh, it yeah. was a little slower pace. Yeah. Uh, Love that song. But uh, when I got into the rest of the album, I, there were a couple of songs I liked more
1: than the other two songs that I have here. Another hit and run is, you know, again, the drums, really like the drums on that one. <laughs> And then as well as I really enjoyed the drums on uh, You Got Me Running. So, yeah, I think that those are, I mean, I probably just covered half the album there. Right. But <laughs> well, it's not, it's not a long album, but uh, but it's a
0: fun one to listen to. Oh, yeah, it totally is. So, uh, you know, speaking of fun ones to listen to, you gave me Tyler, the creator. Mm-hmm. So um, this was a little bit of a challenge for me. Yep. Um, and I And you told me it would be. Uh, but I, but I will tell you that it, that I listened and I listened until I found the gems that, that were for me Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we're, we're talking about an artist that was born, shoot the, the year I was married in 91. Uh, he's only in his early thirties. Yeah. Uh, this was his, uh, fourth studio album called flower boy. Mm -hmm. Do you know the original name of this album? I can't remember off the top of my head. All right, well pardon the language. <laughs> it was scum fuck flower boy.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm glad that they dropped the first two <laughs> words and just called it Flower Boy. Um, uh, but but I will tell you that uh there was there was definitely a, enough uh um vulgar language through the album.
1: Yeah, this was kind of his uh I would say transitioning album. You know, because before this album, he made just straight up aggressive music. You know, you do see that shine through on some of this album. But I think as you go further along his career, you kind of see the changes he's gone through as an artist. Right. So I wanted to introduce you with this album first.
0: Well, no, I appreciate it. I, I, so he was, uh, so he produced it himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I always appreciate that when someone can produce their own album. Um, I thought it was interesting that the album was described as his least vulgar release. (laughs) And I'm like, holy cow, if this is the least vulgar release his
1: old stuff is, you know, he, he started off as kind of a very sarcastic. Let's, let's put it that way.
0: (laughs) Well, so, so into the, the album itself. So the album's flower boy, Uh it was released in 2017. So it wasn't, too many years ago. Um, there were some notable songs that uh, that I um, was attracted to. And you can tell me what, if there's any type of connection here, if it's just the style. Mm-hmm. I really felt like when the flower blooms, to me it sounded a little like Macklemore.
1: So who's influencing <laughs> who on that one? Um, I think honestly... Ooh, that's a tough one. I, I don't know. I j- I feel think, like, does it
0: sound like a little bit to you like Macklemore? Mm,
1: a little bit. Maybe a tiny bit. Tiny but I bit. feel like... Okay, that's Tyler, all I was trying to get. I was just yeah. trying to get
0: a tiny bit.
1: I feel like Tyler has such his own sound that it's hard for me to compare. Yeah. Well, um,
0: some other songs. Uh, it starts with a, a song called Forward. Uh-huh. And what was interesting, because this was 2017, right? Yeah. So this is before... You know everything that happened in the past couple of years, and I thought it was interesting the lyric "How many riots can be until Black Lives Matter?" And mm-hmm. I honestly, I it, and maybe this is just my own ignorance, but I hadn't heard that term until twenty twenty. Yeah, this is two thousand seventeen. So that that probably is my own, uh, you know, ignorance and and white privilege. But I I thought that was uh, an interesting lyric. I I thought another song that was super interesting. Uh uh-huh. was Pothole featuring Jaden Smith. Okay. And that song to me was hilarious. Like watch for the pothole, you know? I mean <laughs> like it was a literal song. Yeah. But then I was thinking as I was listening to that I was thinking gosh, Jaden Smith could have been singing to his dad a few weeks ago. Watch for the <laughs> pothole, watch for the pothole, dad. Yeah. So anyways, uh I thought that was kind of uh kind of comical. I uh I really liked I ain't got time. Mm-hmm. I would like to quote you just one verse of that song. Okay. But I don't think I can. Okay. Okay. Because I don't <laughs> think there's a single verse that has, that is totally clean. And not that I need to be clean on here, but, uh, but it, I think it it's pretty time. vulgar. Yeah. Vulgar. So, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to give you my pick now. All right. Okay. My pick was see you again. Yep. I thought you, I yeah. thought you would, with Callie, featuring Callie. So I just, uh, one, you've played that song for me before in the car. Oh, yeah, plenty of times. And we've played <laughs> it plenty of times. And I really like the lyric of 2020-2020 vision, Cupid hit me, Cupid hit me with precision. I just, yeah. That's a nice lyric,
1: right? Yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of just really sweet lyrics on that uh, on that song specifically you know it's clearly more of a love song you know there's uh some like I wonder if you look both ways when you cross my mind you know that kind of thing like right you know it, it makes you think I guess at it's least for funny me funny
0: you pull out that lyric because I almost pulled out that lyric myself <laughs> so we, we're attracted to the same uh the same messages and music so mm-hmm. anyways uh Tyler the creator it was uh, Flower Boy was a was a good album. It was a good album. Yeah. I uh, I don't think I would blast the entire album with my windows down in my car when I'm driving through town.
1: That's fair. That's but, fair. But
0: uh, but if I got the windows up and I turn the volume down just a little bit, uh, maybe I'll <laughs> enjoy it. Um, a few songs off. A few there. songs oh. off of it for sure. So um, so thank you for that. Yeah. And I, I am ready to propose to you a new album for this next week. All right. But I'm going to let you talk a little bit and give me an album.
1: Okay. Well, so uh, I'm going to start off with a bonus song that I want to give you this week. At least me personally, when I'm going through kind of like a, you know, a funk or right, I usually end up getting kind of attached to one song Throughout that and listening to it on repeat and repeat. And uh, for me as of late, you know, just like with the stresses of going through school right now, like the song that has been on heavy rotation for me as young kids would say heavy rotation uh, would be Me and Your Mama by Childish Gambino, who is uh, Donald Glover, Donnie Glover's son. Okay. Yeah, I think... I think you might be pleasantly surprised by this song. So so what motivates you to listen to
0: this single bonus song you're giving me?
1: It has been, I I would give you the album, but I like to try and pick albums that I think are truly complete. You know, like I want to give you my albums that I see not as perfect, but as pretty darn close to perfect. I, I don't fully enjoy this entire album. But this song for me is a 10 out of 10, you know, which I I rarely say about any song. And since I've been listening to it as much as I have lately, I, you know, instead of giving the whole album, I want to at least give you the one song.
0: Well, I, I get it. I mean, occasionally you run across one song that you're just not going to give a full album. Yeah. For instance, I could not tell you any other song on whatever album the Macarena sits on. But the Macarena it was a really popular song, right? Yeah. So there's a few of those for sure that uh that stand out that don't uh I guess don't justify listening to the whole album. So uh so that'll be fun. I'll yeah. listen to that bonus song for sure. Right.
1: So give me your album. So completely unrelated to the bonus song. I knew that was kind of something that I just throw threw in there. Um I'm sure you knew this artist was coming but I want to give you Mac DeMarco, Salad Days. So That's the album name? Yeah. Oh, I love the song. I know you do. (laughs) Okay,
0: well, there you Uh, go. I already know one song.
1: (laughs) So this is definitely his most popular album. I bounce back and forth with my favorite album from him all the time. I have three main ones that I pick from. I feel like when you come to this album, it is that true modern-day indie alternative kind of feel and. Who else better than Mac DeMarco? He is just such a lovely guy, in my opinion. Like he's, you know, very happy dude. Uh, I encourage anybody to go and watch, you know, like some interviews with him or something. Yeah, he's just a fun dude. So what? Uh, what grade were you in when we
0: listened to him on the way to school? It was in junior high.
1: That would be eighth grade. Eighth grade, maybe seventh, maybe seventh. Because we listened to a lot of Salad Days. Yep. Yeah, we did on the
0: way to. Juvenile.
1: Well, that was always your favorite song from him, so yeah. I made sure to play it. Well, so
0: I, I'm excited to hear more songs. Yeah, uh, out of that album, yeah. uh, I, I
1: think the whole album's good. I'm excited for you to listen to it. Awesome, I'm I'm
0: excited to listen to it. Yeah. Anything else you want me to listen to except for the title track?
1: So the other really big song on that one is Chamber of Reflection. Okay, it's uh, I don't know quite how to describe it. He, I feel like he really just kind of made the music that he wanted to make on this album. And yeah. that's what I really enjoy about this. Ha, where does this album fall in his uh, in his
0: albums? Is it his last one or does he have more sense?
1: Uh, there has been more albums since. This is kind of just slotted right in the middle. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Cool. I'm excited to listen to it. So, uh, so I'm, I'm going to give you a good one. All right. Okay. I tried to resist this one. I tried to hold off. (laughs) Uh, This band formed in 1983 Uh in Los Angeles. They have six Grammys. Uh Uh-huh. They were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2012. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And more recently, they were added to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And their notable albums... Our Mother's Milk in 89, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic in 91, <laughs> and Californication in
1: 99. Okay. I would have been disappointed if you didn't put Californication on that list because I know okay. we go back and forth all the time. We're on talking
0: one. about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. I am so excited. I was trying so hard <laughs> to wait for this album until it was closer to the concert that we're going to in August. Uh-huh. And I'm so excited about that. But... um. I'm going to give you an album that I have completely fell in love with and mm-hmm. it has bumped blood sugar, sex magic from my wow. favorite album from the red hot chili peppers. And it's their most recent one, unlimited love. All right. So unlimited love is the return of Rick Rubin as the producer and uh-huh. the return
1: of John Frucante.
0: Frucante. Frucante.
1: Yeah, that's how I say it, at least. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> all right. And so, you know, he returned um, in 99 to play on Californication. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, I mean, they had good guitarists. Yeah, I, I thought you Josh Clingoff was really I mean, good. they had great guitarists. But he is the guitarist, in my opinion, that defines the music of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. No, and so he was there for Mother's Milk. He was there for Blood, Sugar, Sex, Magic. And he was there in return for Californication. And now he's here for a return in unlimited love.
1: Yep, after 23 years? It's been a while, yeah. Right? It's it's been a it's been a minute for sure. I'm I'm glad you did put California Cation on that list of notable albums, though, because yeah. I know we always go back and forth on which is the better album. for Well, you just you
0: know, it, it is, and it's not just him, right? I mean, it's yeah. Rick Rubin coming and doing some production for them. So yeah. So I'm uh I I'm in love with this album. It, it is now my favorite uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers album. They did release a song back in February. Uh, that was Black Summer. They released uh-huh. that. Um, it, it's kind of funny because uh, uh kind of sounds like a pirate in the song. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Have you listened to that song? Yeah. It sounds a little bit like a pirate. But but anyways, so that was released back in February. But the actual Unlimited Love album was released on April 1st, uh, not not too long ago. What's, what's the 18th today? 19th, uh-huh. right, whatever. Yeah. So it was released a few weeks ago. It's their 12th studio album. Um, I like Black Summer. Mm-hmm. I like Poster Child because it's got a really funk beat to it. Uh-huh. Um, Flea, of course, yeah. just does Nobody phen- does phenomenal, a better. Phenomenal, phenomenal does bass better. work. I really like Here Ever After. is a great song. Mm-hmm. But the song that I'm going to uh, focus in on, These Are The Ways. I think it's just a great song. There's a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a romance between the band that happens kind of in front of, uh, you know, Chad's drum set when they start this song and then they just uh-huh. pop into just vintage chili pepper music yep. uh, in the middle of this song. Um, I like in these are the ways, uh, you know, it's a story it's about life in America. And I thought that was kind of an interesting storyline And there was a lyric, uh, Bruce and George singing for their own reward, uh, referring to Bruce Springsteen, um, and singing songs about America and singing just for, for that reward, not for fame and fortune. Uh huh. And so I really just, appreciated that song, but I really love the album and I've already listened to it a gazillion times if it was a traditional vinyl album. Then I probably would have wore out the needle by now.
1: Yeah, um, which we by might, the way, yeah, we might have to get our hands on that vinyl. We're gonna have to get a, our hands on the vinyl
0: because my understanding is is they cut the vinyls directly from the tape without computers, and so uh-huh. uh, I think that's worth throwing on the on the turntable. Oh so. yeah, I yeah. definitely will be. So anyway, so that is so you're welcome because that <laughs> is an awesome album. So this week, I've got Mac DeMarco. Yep. And you've got yourself some red hot chili peppers, unlimited love. All right. Okay. Talk to you next week. Yep.